Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening wherever you are. Welcome to this lovely 15th of May. I know you'll be listening to it the following day, but we're going to go ahead. If you've read the thumbnail, you know I'm going to go on another one of my rants, and it is Stop Dreaming of Owning a Supercar. I mean, it's just overrated. It's it puts you in the wrong mindset that you have to have this and you're going to talk it into existence. And there are just so many things that I, I feel that doing my reading, doing my research the past week or so, it's just not worth it, guys. It's not worth it, people, to have this ideal or fantasy in your life that this supercar is going to be the the piece de resistance. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not worth it, guys. Stop dreaming of your supercar. I'm going to give you five reasons why it is just not worth it. But let me go ahead and preface and say that <laughs> this isn't for your uh, your top G, you know, millionaire at 24, you know, that's going to own the world. You've already made it. You've already done it. Go get yourself a supercar, okay? <laughs> Go get yourself three women, four women, and your supercar. You'll be uh, you'll be the envy of my dreams. But hey, you worked hard, you made it, or you got extremely lucky. Go and do it. <laughs> this isn't also for your obvious trust fund, daddy's money kind of a people out there. You're out. You're completely out of my realm of what it means to. Uh, uh, have to have to work to get something you know what i'm saying like at the end of the day you could be in jail and you're going to be bailed out you're going to have assets to uh get yourself bailed out you have nothing to worry about go and get your supercar i'm talking about your common man your common folk your 9 to 5 or your average guy your overweight guy <laughs> um you, you're you're one person that has to make do with what they have and at the end of the day, everyone has their poster car. Everyone has their, you know, their their dream Ferrari, uh, you know, three fifty five uh, Spider hanging up on your uh, your your bedroom wall with action figures of the Incredible Hulk and Iron Man next. To, you know, we all get that. These this is what it's it's meant for. It's meant for those people that somehow in their thirties and forties still have that Ferrari 355 Spider and and maybe a few more action figures to go along with it. This is meant for you and and honestly, this is meant for you to just put it away, just stop. Stop killing your stuff. Stop dreaming that this is going to fulfill your car collection and it's going to make you satisfied, you know, no matter how much you save, how much you're willing to drop on your dream car, even to own it for a day and then go try to sell it. It's not worth it. Go on Turo or go to one of those supercar um, driving experiences out in Las Vegas and call it a day, I say. But let's go into it. Five reasons why you should stop dreaming about owning a supercar. Number one, let's get the obvious out of the way, maintenance. And I'm not talking about the homie discount, you know, the, the I got the hookup on your tires, bro. We're talking about $4,500 tires that your discount homie is going to give me for $3,600. Oh, gee, thanks. You know, that's two, 
for some people, that's like two months mortgage uh, payments on just a set of tires that you're going to wear out within a year. I mean, you're talking about dropping four G's on tire to on tires every year with the homie discount. It's like, come on people, you know, um, oil changes. Okay. Now, granted, that's something that you, you actually probably could do yourself, but we're talking about, you know, getting renting a lift so you can get to every single one of those drain plugs because remember with that dry sump system uh you have so many different oil passages that that the oil goes through that you have to drain each and every one in order to do a proper oil change and so what you got the homie discount for the lift I know I don't, I have nobody to go to with a lift, you know, and between bothering them and saying, Hey man, can you, hook it up? you know, can you let me, but it's like, no, take the homie equation out of it. We're talking about going to maybe even a, a, a mom and pops, like a, a, a exotic car dealer, you know, and, or a maintenance shop or, or having to actually go to, you know, Porsche of Riverside and, and getting these things serviced. I mean, you're talking about, thousands of dollars that what you're going to put on a credit card and and end up paying interest on it it's not worth for for something that doesn't gain or hold its value and we're going to talk about that in in a moment you know and and parts and availability like you know your youtube money is not going to go that far at at vato zone when when you need to get a a a new uh, ac compressor for your lamborghini urus you know what i'm saying like it just doesn't exist (laughs) like just trying to source these parts for some of these cars. I mentioned the, the the Lotus, right? I love Lotus. That's one of my poster cars that, in all honesty, I would love to own or at least drive and experience one day in my life. But to think that I'm going to have to wait six months for a part to be a window regulator to be sent over from the freaking UK, it's like, Come on, it's not worth it. So I'm gonna be driving with the windows down all the time or the window up and if afraid if I touch the button, the thing, the glass is gonna shatter and now I've gotta wait another five months for a window, right? It's not worth it, guys. It's it's the parts and availability scares me to death for some of these supercars. And it's funny, like, okay, you can get spark plugs for like the Lamborghini V10, right? Because it's the same as the Audi R8 and it's the same NGK. You know, I, I totally get that. I'm talking about these obscure, rare, uh, rare kind of parts, window regulator for a 360 Modena, right? For a Ferrari. It's like, you're not going to go to freaking O'Reilly's and pick one of those up. So why on earth would you put yourself through that for parts that have a, 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 a timeout period or a time frame where it's not a matter of if, but when don't do that to yourself, get, get rid of that, that mindset of, of you're going to be able to do the maintenance yourself and the home, the homies will be there to help you forget it. It's going to cost you an arm and a leg. All right. Next number two driving difficulty now you thought your little honda civic was going to be a <laughs> a difficult pain in the neck to uh, go to the uh, vons shopping center <laughs> i'm talking about you're driving around a two hundred thousand dollar porsche gt4 rs and you're about to crush your twelve thousand dollar lip spoiler right i mean to think that the the, the way these cars are built literally for the track and you're going to go down to your local raising canes in it 
it just I can imagine all the scrapes, bumps, you know, micro fractures, cracks that your poor little car is going to experience because you had to get your Caniac combo instead of taking it to a flat surface where these bumps don't exist and the car's arrow can actually do what it's meant to do, which is drive, right? And and again, many many of us are never going to experience that level of um that level of of pushing a car to its limit we're never going to get there 98 percent of us will never get to the limit of a gt4 rs okay but i'm talking about those that want to flex and, and and take your car out which honestly i would too right down the block to to my local del taco for uh two for four fish tacos like I wouldn't even be able to like reach my arm up to to, to the drive through window in that thing, right? And so they say, oh, well, let me get myself a practical supercar. Let me get that Lamborghini Urus. I mean, in all honesty, I I guess that that kind of balances that that supercar slash uh, um, practical. But then again, you're driving a Urus, <laughs> so. Uh, again, I say difficulty driving, you know, we're never going to get to those limits just for the fact that the car is so low, so difficult to drive on your average roads. And we're not just talking about California roads, just, just, just driving it, just literally driving it on a nice road and feeling all the undulations. What is, what, what's the little funny thing that they say, uh, being able to run over a quarter and be able to tell the year, right? Like, just knowing that it's just going to be so uncomfortable, it's like you're you're not even going to want to drive this thing. So forget it. Driving, you know, just because it's low or the undulations or um, the fact that you can't even reach for uh, the drive-through counter for your Caniac combo, forget about it. It's not worth it. Here we go. Number three. I'm getting boring again, sorry, but insurance, right? <laughs> insurance, registration, I mean, and depreciation. You're talking about, like, I looked this up. Uh, I wanted to look up insurance for a Ferrari F8, right? And insurance quotes were ranging anywhere. And again, this is just uh, me Google searching, but, you know, six to $8,000 a year for one car, Again, I know a lot of factors can go into that. Your driving record, how many miles you put on it, you know, what other discounts you have on it. (laughs) Who's going to drop like eight G's a year on insuring one car? That's not even including your other cars. It's not including any, your your good student discount, right, or whatever the heck you have. Um, like I have AAA, so I have my home under the same insurance. I have multiple car policy. I got all that stuff, and I still pay an arm and a leg through for all my stuff. I can only imagine if I had an, an F8 Ferrari paying 8 to 10 Gs a year on just insuring one car. And it's like, what, you're going to make payments on it and and get, and be charged that interest instead of paying your one lump sum? I sound like a financial guy now. It's like, no, like, I, I don't, I I seriously doubt that any insurance, and, and remember, this is a premium that goes on and on and on and on and on. Yeah, the car gets a little bit more cheap uh, 
as the years go by. But I mean, you're starting at eight G's already. Again, we're not top G, okay? Uh, we're your 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 average man, your low value man. So we gotta we gotta work for our money. And I couldn't imagine dropping eight G's a year to insure one car let alone the depreciation curve. And, and sorry if you guys see my notebook. Dude, I love this little moleskin notebook. I live all my notes in here now. I'm becoming one of those old people carrying around field a field journal with them. But uh, I have uh, the, the, the depreciation curve right now. That's becoming less and less as these cars are actually like becoming more collectible. But uh, you're talking about a $300,000 uh, Lamborghini now depreciated to $200,000, right? Like that's still a lot of money and still a lot of money to lose on. And just thinking about like how people finance this stuff again, going into my research, someone financed uh, a car. It showed up on my feed or something. And I was doing my research and he got a terror. He even admitted he got a, a very high interest rate. He financed it for five years. It was like a month. And after five years, he had to either pay the entire lump sum, get that, you know, whatever the cars were or whatever was left on the balance. He had, he had to either get that refinanced or sell off the car. And I'm thinking to myself, Oh my God. So after five years and paying all these payments, you still have a giant payment and like you're the bank is going to be like, you need to get rid of it or, <laughs> or pay off the rest of the, um, your balance. And I'm saying to myself, Oh my God, is that what these, these cats, these, these 26 year olds, you know, do like finance a car, you know, drop four G's a year with their side hustle or, or whatever their YouTube money. And then at the end of the time, they just sell the car and get rid of it and get a new one. If that's living life, Again, I'm in my mid-30s. If that's living life, you know, and that car gets you women, I don't, I don't and money, I, I don't know, man. Maybe it's worth it. But to me, your average Joe, it's not worth it, dude. It's not worth going through all that financing, trouble, insurance just to own your, your supercar. Forget it. It doesn't make sense to me. <laughs> it just doesn't make financial sense to drop $5,000 a month and then after five years pay off the rest of that balance like that's why these cars are just meant for the ultra rich the ultra fabulous <laughs> all right number four um you're gonna get the wrong attention and let's be honest dude it, it's so true that douchebag effect right oh you see that one dude flexing in his uh uh huracan sto or whatever it is like dude you see it in my videos on so make sure you subscribe to your right and i <laughs> i haven't posted any videos there haven't been any meets yet but there's a taco tuesday meet with lethal culture so hopefully i'm gonna make that tomorrow but uh which would be today for you guys if listening uh but uh you know, you see that guy, SVJ, Huracan, or whatever the heck. And I, he, dude, I said in my video, this guy just has FU money. Like, <laughs> you have a million dollar car and you're just driving it to your local, uh, your local car scene meet coming up this Saturday. Can't wait. But it's just like, dude, let's be real. Like, you're on a whole nother level, right? And to be honest, for 98% of us, you're just a douchebag. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like it's it's the wrong attention, right? And you know, you're gonna let the haters hate, you're gonna let me hate, 
that's fine. But, you know, I, I don't want to be thought of in that kind of manner or perspective, you know, just around people because, you know, maybe I have manners, old school manners, but that's rude, right? To, to flaunt your excessive, uh, 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 you know, wealth or, or your privileges that, you know, maybe you worked your, your ass off for. I'm not taking that away from you, but it's not nice for that person, for those other people that, you know, yeah, you have dreamers, but for some people, life just didn't happen for them. And, you know, you always thinking about that, it wasn't a song from like Jada Kiss, I think. <laughs> I'm dating myself maybe years ago. And it was like, it was a lyric. Like, what about that brother that that didn't get that break like Jordan did, you know? Like, people can't, there's so many people out there that deservedly probably could have had more opportunities that life just didn't work out for them. And it worked out for you. And maybe it was easy for you. Maybe it was difficult. But there you are in a million dollar SVJ, and <laughs> there's there's that Joe Schmo that uh, that tore his ACL and and got his scholarship taken away from him that could have easily owned an SVJ as well, right? And so you know, there's that douchebag effect. You know, I gawk over it. A lot of YouTubers gawk over it, all that stuff. But you know, may, maybe I'm more of a humble man in that sense, and I, I wouldn't I wouldn't act that way to be honest. Um, Right. Uh, remember Savage Geese when he did the uh, BMW M8 review? Uh, it was a press car, and just because he was in a certain area uh, of of you know the Chicagoland area, they freaking keyed the press car. They keyed the freaking BMW M8. Why? Because he's flexing, right? He's he's showing off uh, his uh, ultra wealth out there. <laughs> Savage Geese and his ultra wealth. You know, and and so you're gonna get some of those haters. Knock on wood. I don't never happens to me, but dude, like it it's happened to other people, and it's happened to other people that don't have supercars, right? You know, just just the fact thinking that some hater is gonna bump their door into my car and or, or key it. Worst case scenario, dude, I would be livid, and I would hate people even more probably, right? So just even think about that. And and again, you know, you wouldn't wear a Rolex in the ghetto. You know, I'm not going to wear a, a $10,000, $20,000 watch out in San Bernardino, right? You just don't do that. So why would you, you know, go to a, a struggling neighborhood with your supercar, right? Unless you have some type of a Robin Hood complex where complex where maybe you're giving out turkeys in your <laughs> in the front of your SVJ, I don't know, but to me yeah, that douchebag effect definitely hurts. <laughs> and uh last but not least, it's just overall maturity, okay? And and I kid about the uh the 355 spider in my uh playroom, right, with my action figures, but I, I, we talked about it a little bit. Life happens. Um, you know, you grow up, you you get your the love of your life, you get her pregnant. You, you know, things change. Job changes. Recession. Recession takes out so many jobs and, and you end up having to move where the work is. Look at how many people are leaving California uh, just because it's so expensive to, to live here and to grow up here and, and to make money out here, like in order to afford things. Um, 
and so when you have to start reprioritizing your life and and figuring out what maturity level you are right um you realize that you can keep your dream alive but your dreams are dead <laughs> at the end of the day and and you know you better be taking care of your your 2 year old son or you better be uh saving your money to pay off your debt you know and 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 don't make excuses and and discharge in a bankruptcy or, or or you know get go get an education and 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 take out all these student loans for something that's not going to pay off in the future um so many things happen in life that are prepared that you can prepare for and things that you just can't again the one guy who tore his acl and lost his scholarship right getting diagnosed with a non-hodgkin's lymphoma you know and you were just feeling you know you felt you thought you had a stomach ache the other day and it turns out to be colon cancer right and now you're you're in a colostomy bag and you can't shift gears in your uh um your manual 355 spider. Sorry, I keep bringing that up because that was the poster card for me, right? But again, like these are serious situations. And the sooner you 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 kind of accept what has happened to you and what has happened in your life, you can start taking care of things that need to get done, right? You can start reading to your two-year-old son or teach them, talk to them, take them out for a walk. <laughs> you know, like we forget to do these things because, you know, I need to get my STO, Huracan, Lamborghini. It's like, no, bro, you, you those days are gone, right? Unless you're, you're, you're top G, forget it. Go do the right thing with, with what you have now. So... Those are my five reasons why you need to stop dreaming of a supercar. Maybe you have some more. Go and post them on the comments below, right? <laughs> I sound like a YouTuber now. But no, seriously, you know, this is topic for discussion. Am I just a Debbie Downer? Am I doing everything wrong? I need to hang out with Eric FK8 more, right? I got to bring up that, that sup life positivity. <laughs> Shout out Eric FK8. But, you know, what are your thoughts? Let me know. What, do you need to stop dreaming of the supercar? Or maybe the fact that you dream of supercars is what's keeping your automotive passion alive. Let me know. Let me know in the comments. Come find me. Talk with me. Let's get your story because at the end of the day, I want to hear about you. This podcast is more about me and my thoughts and feelings. But at the end of the day, it's you that's viewing. So I want to know you. Let me know in the comments. Um, if you're on my RSS feed, uh, go to my YouTube and leave a comment there and, and share this podcast, share uh, my experiences with others, uh, that maybe don't live in the SoCal area in the Inland Empire. They get to see all these car meets that I, that I do and, and get a chance to talk with, with normal people <laughs> that may or may not have a supercar. Okay. So I really appreciate your time. Thank you guys so much. Stay positive at the end of the day. Stop dreaming of your supercar. And we'll catch you guys in the next one. Peace.